This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Comeback pattern caught. Kansas City! Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back to the show. Tom Ackerman with you. Sports on a Sunday morning just to reset some of the biggest sports stories of the day. Tell you what I'm going to do, Drew. I'm going to throw you a curveball. I didn't tell you this during the news. Uh, By the way, we're up on Twitter, Twitch, uh, the KMOX Sports account and all that. We're streaming. But I want you to listen. This is Tori Krug. I'd be curious to hear what his thoughts are after a win and his game is very important to this team. He delivered two great passes to Jordan Cairo who finished them both. And the blues pulled off a stunning win last night, five to four in overtime over the Florida Panthers. Dan Deardorff is eight minutes away. We'll talk about Michigan's win over Ohio state. We'll discuss a little Cardinals off season plans and get into our NFL preview for this Sunday, all this hour on KMOX lots to discuss. We had a lot of basketball talk last hour, Chris may breaking down slew Auburn. We also had Doug Mc, uh, Bill McDermott on the great uh, look of U.S. soccer against Iran with a chance to go to the knockout round. But, man, that's a lot of pressure. you got to win the game. Can't draw. you got to win. No ties allowed against Iran. But here's the Blues' Tory Krug. Blues win it last night 5-4 to four in overtime. This is fun. Let's hear the defenseman talking to reporters. Yeah, just you know, sticking with it, understanding that um, if we play a certain way, we can we can score a few goals in a row, and um, obviously it happened tonight. So now it gives us confidence moving forward. You know, you you uh, you, you, you lose uh, Shen during the game, uh, kind of a similar circumstances to uh, what happened uh, Friday in Tampa, where you fell behind big early. How 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 did you not maybe just give in and say, hey, it's not our night? Well, that's something that this team's learning how to do. Um, you know, I think we went on a stretch there where, where that's exactly what we did. And um, we understand, you know, games are at a premium. Uh, you need to collect points when you can. So uh, we knew if there was a chance if we got one that we can come back in the game. And uh, we didn't hang our heads. We just put our, our heads, uh, kept our heads up and, and went to work. And uh, like I said, we got rewarded. What can a win like this do for the team moving forward? Well, it gives us, um, you know, a lot of confidence, understanding that uh, throughout a game many things can happen. But uh, if you stick with it, um, you know, we can score goals in bunches and, um, you know, obviously they have a good team over there. So we, we let them um, control the, the play early and uh, didn't suit well for us. So um, just gives us confidence that, you know, we're in games. 
That's uh, Tory Krug, the Blues defenseman. Blues win 5-4 in overtime. If you haven't heard, they were down 4-1 in the third period last night, scored three consecutive goals, forced OT, and then Jordan Cairo, a minute eight in, gets the feed from Krug and on a breakaway scores against Spencer Knight and gets the win. What a great win for the Blues, and maybe that does spark them. And I thought that Craig Berube brought up a great point in the last hour, at the end of last hour, where he said that, you know, they had to play a territorial game in the third period. This is a Florida team that loves to break out. They love to be on the rush, and they had to keep them off of that. And the Blues won the possession battle. They won the third period, and then they won the game. So they should be taught that they're rewarded for playing that style. That can lead to great things on the other end for you. If you play that style, the Blues can find ways to score in bunches. They have Jordan Cairo. They have a great scorer in Jordan Cairo, and he now has nine goals on the season. Love that win for the Blues. Right now, we're taking a look at what's happening in sports at this very moment. Morocco earlier today pulled off another shocker at the World Cup, beat Belgium 2 to nothing, and now the Belgian team is in peril of a group stage exit. Uh, what a win for Morocco. In the 73rd minute, they get their first goal, and then they win it. 2-0. So Belgium had won its last seven group games at the World Cup, and this was Morocco's first win at a World Cup since 1998, and only its third ever. So what a win for them, no question about it, at the World Cup. We will be watching very closely to what happens on Tuesday, the United States in Iran. There's no doubt that the country is going to be paying attention. If you want to go back to the analysis of that, Bill McDermott broke it down quite well last hour, 10-15, just about an hour ago. You can go to the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and listen to that interview. I thought he was really good. So let's uh, do something also that we didn't do last hour. There have been some coaching changes in college football as you were sleeping. David Shaw, the Stanford coach, resigned. This was his 12th season at Stanford, but a loss to BYU dropped them to 3-9. 36-25 was the game yesterday. He had led Stanford to five double-digit win seasons, three Pac-12 titles, Rose Bowl appearances in his first six years, but the fall-off has really been drastic. Over the last four seasons, Stanford 14-28 and and just 3-16 and in Pac-12 play. The coach before Shaw was Jim Harbaugh. And he ended up going to the NFL. Now he's the coach at Michigan, and that team is on top of the world right now after beating Ohio State 45-23. And we're going to be talking it over with Dan Deerdorf, the Michigan alum and radio analyst for Michigan, here in just a few minutes. The other coaching change is at Nebraska. They have signed Matt Rule to be their head coach. He turned Temple around. He turned Baylor around. He went to the NFL and tried to get Carolina going and could not, and now he is where he needs to be. He is in college football at a big program with a lot of resources and a lot of fan support, and I think this is a great choice by Nebraska. I think Matt Rule, physical style, that's exactly what the Big Ten program needs, and this is really Nebraska's last chance. I mean, they, they have been uh, – they beat Iowa – uh, just the other day, but that that has been a joke. I mean, Nebraska should be better. I think they've always felt like maybe they are better than what they actually were. Uh, they they harped on their past a lot, and they just could not find the right coach and the right 
mix. And Bo Pelini had it going there for a while. And since then, they could not get it going. I think Matt Rule is a great selection for them. I am not surprised that Lane Kiffin is staying at Ole Miss and thwarting Auburn. I'm mildly surprised, I guess, because Auburn seemed like they could pretty much get anyone they want. They have endless money, endless NIL money, crazy, crazy boosters, though, crazy. And you've got it. If you're at Auburn, um, you know, you have to be able to coach in the fishbowl because that's exactly what that group is going to do. And it's going to take the right guy. We'll see. The reports are that Auburn is going after Hugh Freeze. (laughs) What a story that would be if Freeze gets back into the SEC. Uh, But Lane Kiffin's going to stay at Ole Miss. Freeze possibly in the mix at Auburn, but that is not nearly done yet. We'll see what Auburn ends up doing there. Rule to Nebraska, Shaw out at Stanford. Dan Deerdorf is next. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. 11-17 from the Stiefel Sports Studio. I'm Tom Ackerman. Sports on a Sunday morning. Extremely pleased. How lucky are we? Last week we visited with Bob Costas. This week, another Hall of Famer, KMOX alum. It just doesn't get much better than Dan Deardorff on KMOX Radio live on this Sunday morning. Good morning, Dan. Hello, Tom. How are you? I am doing great. It is great to hear your voice, and I know there's a little extra in it this morning. What a day for Michigan football. It is. I am not one, and as you know, but it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It's... uh... It was a fun day yesterday. It was one of those uh, experiences where it you, you didn't want it to end, and you're going. Did it really? Did it really happen? I can't. I can't begin to tell you how difficult it is to win in Columbus. That that is Ohio Stadium, hundred and six thousand people there, and uh, it's one of the most difficult environments in all of sport and to not only win but to win dramatically and convincingly pretty uh, pretty good day it was a good day to be a Michigan Wolverine that's for sure yes indeed and I think Bo Schembechler is smiling on this program because this Michigan team with Blake Corum out he tried it the leg didn't give him the mobility he needed at running back one of the best in the country the quarterback play, the running back play, all that is great. But you know as well as anyone, Dan, the Michigan offensive line is back. That was a clinic yesterday. In a lot of ways, this Michigan team is back to where they used to be, a punishing and very good protecting offensive line. Yeah, they really are. And, uh, you know, they won the award last year as the country's number one offensive line. And even though it didn't look like it in that loss to Georgia, but who, you know, how often do you play a team with uh, their front seven is all number one draft choices. The reality is uh, th- that this Michigan team uh, believed they, they, uh, and for all his naysayers, for all the people that want to be critical, um, Jim Harbaugh is a football coach. Uh, the guy, he, yes, he can be quirky, he can be unpredictable, but the man is a legitimate football coach, knows how to motivate players, knows how to identify talent, and knows how to put people in a position to win. And that's a big part of coaching. 
Michigan won the game 45-23 in a game that did not look like it was going to go their way early, and that was a big key as they were able to weather the storm early. Ohio State looked like they were about to pile it on. They're up 10-3, and they're driving. Michigan is able to keep this game within striking distance, and then J.J. McCarthy does his thing. How did they do this, Dan? Did did Ohio State just continue to try to challenge them to throw the football, and they dared them, and Michigan took the dare? Well, absolutely. Um, uh, Our identity was running the ball. uh, Come hell or high water, we're going to run the ball. And so they overcommitted their safeties to stopping the run, and they did in the first half. We we only had 10 yards rushing at, at halftime, but there's a gamble there. Uh, you don't have any safeties uh, in the middle of the field, and if somebody gets loose, uh, you can see five yards beyond the line of scrimmage, that guy's gone. And uh, Ohio State stubbornly uh, stayed in that defensive look the entire game, and uh, Michigan really made him pay for it to, you know, a 75-yard run, an 85-yard run, all because there was no safety help. That's right. And uh, this quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, threw three touchdown passes. He can run, too. He ran for a score. Donovan Edwards was great backing up Corum at running back. But I do want to focus on the quarterback because Jim Harbaugh, he is a great football coach. I mean, we could say all we want. He is a great football coach, and he knows the quarterback position. How did he come to decide that J.J. McCarthy, albeit a very highly touted recruit, uh, was his man? Well, last year, uh, our quarterback was Cade McNamara, and J.J. was a true freshman, and he was his backup. And, uh, you know, Cade took us uh, to the Final Four. I mean, he got us, he got us into the college football playoff. But the, the, the J.J., he doesn't have an arm, uh, the equal of McCarthy, but it's really all about McCarthy's ability to run. J.J. McCarthy runs a 4-5-40. He, he's fast. I mean, if he gets out in the open, nobody's going to catch him. He can run stride for stride with Donovan Edwards. That's that's how fast he is. And so it was his mobility. And as Jim Harbaugh says, he's just got the it factor. J.J. McCarthy is a born leader. Players rally behind him. He's got a love of the game and a an exuberance. If Every time you look at him on the sideline, He's got a smile on his face, regardless of what the status of the game is at the moment. Uh, He's just, he's got a lot of intangibles that coaches just fall in love with. I noticed it too. He had a smile on his face. I'm trying to recall what it was, but something went wrong in the first half. And I remember seeing that smile and thinking, wow, well, that's impressive. I mean, with all this excitement, but he said after the game, I've been dreaming of this since I was a little kid playing on this field. Yeah. Yeah. And Tom, you know, he admitted early in the game when he, he missed a couple throws that uh, he was just too excited. He was just, he said, I've just dreamed of this moment all my life. And he's got such a strong arm that the ball has a tendency every now and then to, to sail on him because he just, he puts too much on it. Uh, it's, and if, if he can't throttle it back, it can be, it can get away from him, but boy, he settled down and, and uh, it was a uh, – I was really happy for those kids. Uh, they worked hard for that. And, again, I just can't reiterate 
uh, all the momentum going. If you, Blake Corum has been the heartbeat of the Michigan football team, and we all knew he was in trouble uh, and, and probably wasn't going to be a factor. And I really had my doubts. I wondered, uh, or, because the others, I knew how good Donovan Edwards was, but Donovan Edwards hadn't played the last couple of weeks. He's got a broken thumb. And, and, and you could see he's wearing a cast. And I didn't know how effective he could be. Who knew? But, uh, yeah, it's, the day one without Corum is a real pat on the back for that team. What a win. Yeah, Edwards, I mean, how is he even holding on to the ball? I mean, he's, sitting, <laughs> he's got his hand I don't, wrapped. I don't know. Yeah. I, Ohio State was trying to rip it out. And Donovan Edwards is our best receiver out of the backfield. He's got soft hands. Um, you know, he and J.J. were both five-star recruits. They're roommates. Uh, they, were, they were roommates as freshmen. They share an apartment. Now they're, they're inseparable. And uh, they, uh, I, I just, I'm proud to have them both uh, on our team. They're high-quality people and obviously very good football players. Michigan at a great position here. They're 12-0. and They await Purdue in the Big Ten Championship game. First time they've been 12-0 since 1997. We all know what happened that year. National Championship for the Wolverines. Dan Deardorff, what does this mean for Ohio State? I mean, there's a flip side to it. Michigan has is riding high and everybody's talking them up as well they should but on the other side Ohio State has to think what just happened to us and I'm sure that 100,000 plus fans will let them know uh they all yeah. are frustrated aren't they yeah uh, it, you know Ohio State uh they've got one of the great fan bases I let's put it this way there's nobody in college football that has a more rabid in at all costs, fan base than Ohio State. I mean, they, the entire state of Ohio, you know, they're, they're not like Michigan where we have Michigan and Michigan State or Indiana that's got three major. Ohio State is everything in the, in the state of Ohio. And you're right, their fan base, they had the revenge factor. There, I guarantee you there wasn't anybody uh, in, Michi- in Ohio Stadium yesterday dressed in red, who didn't think that Ohio State not only was going to win, but they were going to punish Michigan for the audacity of winning the year before. And when it didn't materialize, I I can't imagine the state of their angst and their depression in Columbus. And it just makes me smile. (laughs) I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ah, there's a Michigan <laughs> alum, Dan Deardorff. That's exactly right. That's right. They can stew in their own juices. I could care less. Because if So people understand now, Ryan Day is 45 and 5. I mean, it is a spectacular yeah. record. But so they understand whether this is right or wrong. It, this is like it at both schools. You actually land this job and you assemble a staff in a lot of ways to win this game, don't you, Dan? Oh, uh, I'll tell you right now in Columbus, they don't care about 45 and five. He's one and two against Michigan. And, and I, I swear to God, I'm reading all sorts of articles this morning where they're, they're saying, no one's had a losing record against Michigan since John Cooper. They're they're throwing Ryan Day under the John Cooper bus, and and again, you're right. Um, nothing matters other than the game, and it's what makes college football. I can just tell you, it's it's what makes college football so special, and a, to be a part of a rivalry like that, uh, it's something I'm immensely proud of and and grateful. Tim Harbaugh this week was saying, you know what, I'm I'm just grateful to be a part of this. I'm honored to be a part of this. And every kid who runs out on that field for either team will will be proud of this for the rest of their lives. Harbaugh was 0-5 against Ohio State. That has since changed. One of the biggest wins of his life yesterday against Ohio State. Uh, John Cooper only won twice. Uh, Jim Trestle lost one time. Urban Meyer never lost uh, to Michigan. Things have changed in the game. And things have changed in the college football playoff, Dan. Just a a couple minutes left, but wanted to get your thoughts on the best teams that that are out there still. I mean, you know, you we could argue that Ohio State would be favored here or Alabama would be favored there. It doesn't matter. I mean, they they lost their game. So you have and, right. and my thought really, Dan, and, and you can I'd love to get yours, is that when it comes out Tuesday, it's probably going to be Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC. I, it feels pretty clear to me. Uh I would think that's probably so. And you know that USC has to play in a championship game. We have to play in a championship game. So does Georgia. Uh, and, and, and TCU does as well. I, you know, Georgia, it, it, I was so impressed with their talent level last year and the, the, that roster of theirs. You know, we went, I remember when we played them last year, uh, we had like four. You know, Mizzou's made a big thing about Luther Burden being a five-star. Well, you know, five-star kids are hard to come by. And and I remember last year, I think we have four, maybe five on the Michigan roster. Uh, Georgia had like 23. (laughs) It's just astonishing, the talent level. And then what did they have? Four number one draft picks uh, in this recent draft. So I think Georgia sits – kind of by themselves and uh, all the rest of us are, I, I, we're still looking up at Georgia in my mind.
Yeah, and, uh, Alabama, Ohio State, Texas A&M's had some good recruiting classes, but you're absolutely right. Georgia has just been a dominant oh. team. Uh, Dan, before we go, I wanted to ask you for our Illinois fans in the audience what you think about Brett Bielema's program. They finish 8-4. and four, They'll go to a nice bowl game. Pretty solid foundation there, isn't it? Illinois was nothing but an afterthought. You'd look at Illinois on your schedule and you'd go, all right, well, there's a W without even thinking about it. Uh, Brett Bielema is a fine football coach. And that he's turned Illinois around this quickly, uh, it's going to help him in recruiting. Uh, uh, he is – Illinois is in, on solid ground. I, I, I did a little dive into them uh, before Michigan played them a couple weeks ago, and I'm telling you something. They're, they're solid. Uh, they can run the ball. They can play defense. They're hard-nosed, just like he is. And I think uh, people in Champaign, they got a lot to feel good about. It's going to boil down to he can – does this translate into any recruiting success? But the trajectory for Illinois is just upward. Yeah, I can't wait to see what happens as well, and that's well said. That's Dan Deardorff, the Hall of Famer, back on KMOX. Michigan does it, 45-23 over Ohio State. They get Purdue in the Big Ten Championship on Saturday, and then we'll see what's ahead for them, and I'm very happy for you, and I appreciate on short notice you coming on KMOX's sports on a Sunday morning. Uh, hey, thank you, Tom. And I, you know, I used to host sports on a Sunday morning. I'll never forget one year I had to do it with the worst hangover I ever had in my life. And I just, I, I what? I, it's, it's, a, it's the best sports show in St. Louis, and it has been for decades. So I'm glad it's in capable hands now. Uh, you're the best. We'll have to tell that story one of these days. Maybe. Yeah, I, 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 luckily, I, Mr. Island didn't figure it out. <laughs> have a great Sunday, my friend. All right. Thanks, Tom. Talk to you later. Dan Deardorff with us on KMOX. It's 1133. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and check on a couple of scores and updates. And we'll look into the Cardinals a little bit and see what they're up to this offseason and what's to come for them. And, of course, our NFL preview. It is an NFL Sunday. We have the Chiefs a little bit later after the Billikens play Auburn at 2 o'clock. It'll be Chiefs and Rams in progress right here. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX Sports on a Sunday morning back after this. Welcome back to the show. Tom Ackerman with you. Still laughing about our conversation there with Dan Deardorff. He is so much fun. That was a lot of fun to talk to him. You can go back to the Odyssey app and listen to it. Or Drew Young, our producer, will have it all podcast for us on Sports on a Sunday Morning's podcast page on KMOX.com. We're also on iTunes. We have been for years. You can always subscribe on iTunes to Sports on a Sunday Morning. I appreciate Dan uh, saying nice things about the show. And, you know, one of my favorite things about this show is the fact that it is for everybody. We, we've we had, I think, every sport represented in some way, shape, or form throughout the year. We can't put them all on one show. That's the, that's the hard part. Um, but we never have – I don't think we've ever done a Sports on a Sunday Morning and not talked about the St. Louis Cardinals. And that's what we're going to do right now. Now, the Cardinals – uh, John Mosellock uh, will have a weekend off, a Thanksgiving travel weekend for that, for him. So uh, we have agreed to give him a, a weekend off, but he'll be back with us. And the winter meetings start, 
coming up next weekend. So we're going to have, and this is pretty special to be able to say, is we will have Mike Claiborne and Matt Pauley in San Diego at the winter meetings. We're going to send both of those gentlemen there to cover it for us and the Cardinals Radio Network. And I do think that you are going to see some action here soon, not from the winter meetings themselves. Usually trades don't go down there necessarily, but a lot of discussions happen there. And I think that the Cardinals do have lined up what they want to do. Now it's just a matter of executing those plans and trying to figure out who goes where. This is John Mosellock from last week. I just want to replay this just so you understand where they are right now in terms of timeline. And, you know, John has been very good about giving us nuggets to sort of think about and He's not going to give names. He's not going to make guarantees or these grand statements of something, predictions that's going to happen. But if you listen to him, what he says is usually correct. I mean, they'll pursue this position, this position, or they're going to try to accomplish it within this time frame. I even remember a few years ago when they acquired Nolan Arenado right around this time. And he said to us, you know, we have some other things that we're working on and you know, you kind of got the sense that something big was going to happen. I don't know that I could have said that it was going to be Arenado, but that was always the name that was sort of lingering out there. And then right at the start of spring training, I remember him saying that when I talked about the DH, it being a left-handed position, and he agreed with that and said, you know, but there are some other things we are still exploring and looking, you know, how could we maybe give Goldschmidt, Arenado a day off here or there? And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh. They are pursuing Albert Pools. I mean, you could just tell that, you know, that was something that was going to be a possibility. You just, I just felt it uh, that that could happen. And as as it turns out, it did. So he, he does drop some hints here and there. Anyway, here's what he said. I asked him about catcher still being the number one target. Trying to really sort of understand both the trade market and, and the free agent market. I think, uh, you know, last week out at the GM meetings, we, we got the ball rolling on that, what that looks like. And so, you know, we'll just keep uh, communicating, keep talking with, with teams and, and agents. And, you know, ultimately, uh, hopefully we can get this resolved. And there's still some other things that we're interested in as well. So, you know, I do think over the next uh, three to four weeks, there'll, there'll be some nice additions to this roster. At least we certainly hope so. And that's what we'll work towards. All right, so you know you could listen to that and say, well, he didn't say anything there. But if you break it down, what did he say? He confirmed that catcher is the number one target, and hopefully we have this resolved soon. So they are acquiring a catcher. That has pretty much been confirmed here. This is going to happen at some point, whether it's via signing or a trade. And then he said, and we have some other things that we – are working on that we want to add as well. And hopefully within the next three, four weeks, we have some new additions to this team. So while not giving away what those things are, the Cardinals are trying to get some things wrapped up here before Christmas. That's how I read it. Catcher, number one target. They have identified some avenues on how they want to attack that at the GM meetings. And now the winter meetings, I think those conversations are going to take place. And the reporters at the winter meetings are the best. So it's going to get out who they're talking to and how those talks are progressing and agents also talk, they talk to the media. So you're going to start to hear 
who and who are the teams involved. I have to think that Wilson Contreras is still in play, but I do have to think that there are some other possibilities via trade that the Cardinals will pursue and free agents that they'll pursue. But I, I think that catcher is something that they will focus on, and it has to be a catcher with a bat. They're not just going to go get somebody who's a very good backstop because you can't replace Yadier Molina in that role, but you can replace his bat, and you can actually improve on his bat, which had slipped a little bit over the last couple of years. Still can deliver a clutch hit, but we're talking about over-consistent season. The catcher position for the Cardinals has not been a 25 home run, and it hasn't been actually for a long time, but somebody who could hit in the 260s and and hit 25 home runs. And in Contreras' case, maybe he could bump that average up a little bit more. Where will they go in that way, I think, is really important to everything. And then you figure out what's that other bat. The DH probably can't be Nolan Gorman or Juan Yepes and just go. I mean, there isn't enough of a track record there to rely on those two to carry that position. So they're going to have to find somebody who can rotate into that DH spot. At the same time, they have to figure out what Tyler O'Neill is and will he be healthy and can he have a bounce back year? Let's not forget that in 2021, Tyler O'Neill was eighth in the MVP voting in the National League and had a very good season. In fact, he was their hottest hitter down the stretch. And O'Neill deals with so many injuries that it just can't be a given in 23 that he is going to do something. You have to keep hope that he is. You have to supply the bat in the meantime in case he deals with more injuries. And if he comes back and has a great year, that's just an added bonus. I love the concept of Cody Bellinger. I don't know that that's enough. I think that it's the same kind of thing that you're hoping that Tyler O'Neill comes back, that Bellinger rediscovers. I think it's a good fit if that happens. A left-handed bat off the bench sounds great. That could be that DH possibility. But if you do that, I think you have to find that extra piece. I think the extra piece, if it's Contreras in addition to Goldschmidt and Arenado, that is a little more of a star caliber bat. If it is not Contreras at catcher, I think you got to find the star caliber bat. Now, Benjamin Hockman brings up Trey Turner today in his column in the Post-Dispatch, and that's going to stir up a lot of <laughs> a lot of things among the fan base because that's who they want. Heck, who doesn't want Trey Turner? He's awesome. But remember, Trey Turner is going to command major, major money. You do have a shortstop in Tommy Edmond. You have a second baseman slash Swiss Army knife in Brendan Donovan. You have a star on the way in Mason Wynn. It doesn't sound like something that the Cardinals would do is just to throw a major contract at Trey Turner and beat out all these teams who are going to be going after Trey. If it happens, I'm thrilled. Don't get me wrong. He's He solves so much. Top of the order, big bat. He is going to sell jerseys. He's a great talent. The infield would be phenomenal with Goldschmidt and Edmund and Turner and Arenado and Donovan sliding in there as a gold glove utility player. I mean, it's a great situation to be in. Nolan Gorman, not to mention somebody that could pop in there once in a while. But just to be realistic, I'm just managing your expectations. Turner is going to be a lot of money. I mean, it's going to be a lot of money. Um, and you know, the Cardinals are going to increase their payroll, but they still have to add pitching too. 
I think we've been down this road on Juan Soto is that you know, the Cardinals needed pitching. So just manage expectations and, and don't think that it's Trey Turner all or nothing. I like the proposed idea by Benjamin. I don't want to give it away. I want you to read the column. But I'm just warning you that I don't want to get too excited about these free agents that are at shortstop because they are big checks. I think that it, it might be a better idea to sign a shortstop to a shorter term and then if Mason Wynn develops into who you think he's going to be, he can just take over at that point. And you can focus your money on, let's bulk up the back end of this bullpen so we don't deal with what they've had to deal with the last couple of years with their closers. Let's bulk up the rotation so you don't have to deal with what you've dealt with the last couple of years with, with starters getting hurt early in the season and then you're scrambling. That's my suggestion, is that pitching is going to win. Pitching will take this team to a World Series. Another bat or two, definitely, but you you got to be careful here not to put it all on one guy. I'm just, I, I have looked at this a million times. If you end up with Gorman or Yepes or, dare I say it, Jordan Walker comes out of spring training as a can't miss and at some point jumps into this thing in 23, that's great. You can't rely on the young players, um, but you will have some options here. I mean, this team is going to be good for a long time, and they do have some bats. I don't know that you have to throw your entire pool of money at one player. I think that you can solve this by adding multiple players. And again, I'll harp on it one more time. Make sure that this bullpen or rotation is ready to rock. I mean, you, you cannot go into this thing with holes at either of those two spots. We will take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll look at NFL Sunday. It is... That time again, fantasy teams, how are you doing? Are you, I'm, I'm kind of like clinging to hope here that I'm going to make the playoffs. And I'll give you my two picks. I always give two picks on Sunday. Those are coming next. It's 1147 Sports on a Sunday morning. We've had some great guests. Bill McDermott, Chris May, Dan Deardorff, NFL Sunday Picks. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Next. Hands on. Got her. Big fly. Nolan Arenado. Driving jam time. The Billikens 
win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday Morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. And a key block by the left guard, Tom Ackerman. And right here, let's go downstairs to Bonnie. Marv, if you remember that uh, big run Robert Holcomb had on the first drive, one of the guys responsible on help busting him loose was Tom Ackerman. Tom Ackerman up front, and this is a unit that has played very well. A good night for Eddie George. 21 carries, 74 yards. The left guard, Tom Ackerman, with the block that, that set him free. It's a first down. Let's go. Rams at Chiefs this afternoon on KMOX. We will join it in progress because St. Louis University is playing a, ba- a basketball game that is much more important. With all respect to the Chiefs fans, this is much more important. We must take precedence here, and then we'll join the Chiefs in progress. Billiken's taken on Auburn at 2 o'clock, 147 pregame, number 13 team in the country, hosting SLU. Uh, by the way, just for fun, uh, do you know what the spread on that is? The Billikens and Auburn, I'll tell you what it is. I was just giving you a moment to take a wild guess to the radio. Six and a half. Yeah, six and a half. Maybe. Was that smaller than you thought? Six and a half. Auburn favored at home against St. Louis University. Five and one Billikens at number 13 Auburn. Mind you, they are undefeated. Auburn has just come off a narrow win against Northwestern, 43-42. I would not expect this game to be 43-42. Uh, haven't really played monster competition. Their wins over George Mason, South Florida, Winthrop, Texas Southern, Bradley, Northwestern. Now, there's nothing wrong with that necessarily. That's been their schedule. St. Louis has beaten Providence and has beaten Memphis and got taken to the woodshed by Maryland. But they've won two good games, and I think people have taken notice. St. Louis University is good. Okay, to the NFL. So let's go. We'll join it in progress. The Rams and Kansas City. The Rams are a disaster. And nobody around here is sad about that. The Los Angeles Rams, the Super Bowl champions, are 3-7. and seven, And they are a mess. They lost last week. They fell 27-20 at New Orleans. In fact, they've lost four in a row. They lost by 10 to Arizona at home. They lost by a field goal at Tampa Bay. And they got slaughtered at home by San Francisco, which was actually a home game for the 49ers because it was all 49er fans in their own stadium, which is embarrassing. They play at Kansas City this afternoon, and the Chiefs are the best offense in the NFL. They have not scored the most points in the NFL. That would go to Buffalo with their 309. But the Chiefs have scored 300, and they've played one less game. Buffalo already played this week. So the Chiefs will be the highest-scoring team once again in the league. They are averaging 30 points a game, 300 points in 10 games. They are coming off a win over the Chargers, 30-27, to that I lost. I told you to take the Chiefs and give the 4.5 points to the Chargers. And once again, I get beat barely, but I got beat. Chiefs won the game by 3, not by 4.5. This spread is 15 and a half. I mean, that is a huge spread in the NFL. Huge. And here's the other thing. It opened at 10. And it's now 15 and a half. And I'm still taking the Chiefs. I'm still telling you to give the 15 and a half. Believe it or not. 
I think the Chiefs win this by 17, maybe more. Kansas City, right now Mahomes and Kelsey are a connection not to be denied. I think Kelsey's going to go down as the best tight end of all time. He had three touchdowns in that last game against the Chargers. The offense is cooking right now. Uh, they figured out a bit of a running back uh, uh, solution. Uh, with uh, Edwards Hilaire just has been non-existent. Now he's on IR. I think they figured out their running game, but their passing game is really starting to take off here. I like Kansas City minus 15 and a half against the Super Bowl champions at home uh, against the Rams. The other game tonight, this is the night game. I always do the one game you can see everywhere, and that's Rams-Kansas City. Uh, you can hear it on KMOX. And then the night game is Green Bay at Philadelphia. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers going in to Lincoln Financial Field to take on the 9-1 and Philadelphia Eagles. Green Bay is 4-7 and on the season. 4-7. and uh, you know, this is – I'm actually surprised at the spread. The Eagles are only favored by six and a half. Now, I got burned last week. I had Dallas, and I saw that Dallas was a favorite by, what was it, three and a half? And I thought, well, that's a joke. I mean, Minnesota's going to cover that. They're going to win the game at home. So I took Minnesota in the points, and then the Cowboys absolutely routed them. Uh, not happening this time. Green Bay's not going to go to Philadelphia and push around the Eagles today. I think the Eagles are going to take care of business. They win it by a touchdown or more. And I like the Eagles as well. I'm taking both favorites. Eagles minus six and a half against the Packers. They're just slumping along. It's just not a great team. And Jalen Hurts and the Eagles have something to prove here. So I got Eagles. I got Chiefs. You got a big Sunday ahead. This is the Stiefel Sports Studio, sports on a Sunday morning. Thank you for joining us. Some great guests listen to us on our Sports on a Sunday Morning podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.